So I want to ask you, are you aligning with your words? Are you aware of your words? If you want to expand your intuition, you had better pay attention to the words that you're offering. If you want to manifest, you need to pay attention to the words because behind the words comes an energy frequency. And with that energy frequency does create a magnetism. We do not have instant manifestation. I've said it before. These are not instant flaked potatoes. Hi, I'm Vicki Baird, and I have created my successful business by helping other people become successful in their own lives. This podcast, Intuition, Your Success Compass, is the tool you've been looking for to find your due north. We all have a soul, and we all have an internal knowing. And in this podcast, you will learn to combine what your soul knows, your human self's brilliant intelligence, and the connection to the desire to live a life that is fully successful in whatever that definition is for you. Sound good? Good. Now let's get to it. Thank you for joining me for another episode of this podcast that brings such amazing people into my life. I'm very grateful to have this platform because then I get to meet all of you in some way, shape, or form, either through the reviews, through actual sessions that you've booked because you're like, is she as real as she appears on this podcast? Yeah, I don't have the fake it gene. I did not get that one. Pretty much what you hear is what you get. Obviously, there's different levels of depth that I'm capable of, but it's important to be authentic in who we are and how we are. And it's also a lot of work to do that. It takes incredible delving into who you are to know who you are. And I want to acknowledge all of the work that you are doing because sometimes it is work and sometimes that work is a four-letter word. And it can be incredibly frustrating to think, well, who am I? Um, I don't know who I am. Who am I today? And to wake up every day and learn a little bit more about yourself. So I am high-fiving you from here in the beautiful New York leather stocking region, it's called. We got a bunch of snow last night, so it's all nice and crisp and beautiful out there. And it's helping me to feel even more appreciative today. So as I'm in here in the nice warm office talking to you, I want to circle back to something that I talked about at the first of the year, which was the word of the year. And while I'm hoping you came up with a word for your year, I'm also going to encourage you to relax if it hasn't shown up, because sometimes it takes a few months, maybe even half a year to drop in, especially if you're just becoming aware of the practice or the power of it. It takes a little bit for our subconscious to get out of the way sometimes. And if you just have patience with that, it will show up, I promise you. So this episode, I want to talk about the power of words a little bit more because we are very verbal beings. We use expressive language, and I feel like we aren't as focused 
on the power of our words and the energy behind it. And that requires some reminding, I feel, for myself and then for you listening to this. And maybe you help other people in your life recognize just how powerful the words are. I feel like we can often throw away words and not think of them as important or as vibrational messengers, as the transmitter of what, how, and what we're feeling at the time. And as we become more aware of the power of our words through the education around racism and gender fluidity and the respect of different cultures, I feel like it's a good time to remind you that you are incredibly powerful in your own life if you pay attention to the words that you're offering. And this includes the words that you're offering inside your own head and the words that you're offering out in verbal communication and the words that you are offering in text, email, and posting online. All of that contributes to your own vibrational frequency. How the energy that we offer is emanating from us at all times. So then I feel like it's imperative that we circle back and look at that and really feel into, are these words that I'm offering or you're offering, are they indicative of how I want to be in my life or who I want to be in my life? So that's why I want to talk about this, because it can get easy to misappropriate words and to pick up slang and not really know why we're saying what we're saying. One of the challenges I put to myself around words this year is to understand the connotation behind phrases. Because there are a lot of phrases that we use that have just become part of our vernacular, part of our slang even. And without understanding the message behind them, we are I think most of us inadvertently sharing racist concepts or just ignorance. Truthfully, I did not know that Grandfather Nin had a a, a connection to slavery, for instance. And once I learned that, every time my brain wanted to bring it up, another conscious part of me would step in. And I've said it and then said, oh, I apologize. That is a phrase I'm removing from my own vocabulary, and it will still slip out and until such time that I've created a new neural pathway. So things like this, I'm not going to beat myself up for it, but I am going to educate myself about some of these things that you just say off the cuff and you don't realize because you heard your parents say it, or it's used a lot in you know, our colloquialisms. So the idea that words have power can be a game. It can be a vocabulary game, not meant to be one, at least in my podcast, it's not meant to be one of like penalizing or being tough on yourself or judging yourself for having done it. Once you 
put a little bit of effort into learning, it starts to strike that curiosity within oneself. Because I believe we all want to learn. We all want to expand. We all crave an additional level of expansion because that's what your soul is all about. Our souls are all about becoming more and more intelligent from a heart space, from a experiential place, and yes, from a human intellectual place. The soul brings the joy of learning and without your human brain and without your heart and your intention, the soul would continue to grow, but at a microscopic level. So that's why understanding and appreciating the fact that we have language, body language, physical language, vocabulary, thinking language, all of it can contribute to the expansion of yourself and I believe the joy of being here. There are some people who don't want to learn, at least at the cognitive level. They may be like, nope, I'm done. That's as this is what I've always done. This is what I will always do. And I don't know about you, but I'm just not going to spend time convincing or educating or any of that. I'm going to say, well, good, good on you. And I wish you well. I'm going to go over here where people do want to have conversations that involve more than expletives and surface level. So I want to ask you, are you aligning with your words? Are you aware of your words? If you want to expand your intuition, you had better pay attention to the words that you're offering. If you want to manifest you need to pay attention to the words because behind the words comes an energy frequency. And with that energy frequency does create a magnetism. We do not have instant manifestation. I've said it before. These are not instant flaked potatoes. So if you say something, please don't think you have to say cancel, cancel or anything ridiculous like that. Just become aware, much like I said with the grandfathered in, oh, I want to be the person who doesn't throw these things around lightly without knowing what I'm saying. So are you aware of your words first and foremost? And then are you aligning with your words? Are the words you're saying or the statements you're offering the ones that come from deep within you and from a belief of your own? And this can be challenging if you're surrounded by those that perhaps don't share similar beliefs. And practicing the awareness of your words and what you're offering internally may be a good practice first, and then sharing it with, well, that's not actually what I believe. Here's what I know about myself. So if you have an awareness of the words that you're offering, you can better align with who you are and who you want to be. And it will also help you to become more clear about your life. Every word is important, but I don't want you to think that you have to edit or follow every word. This is where you activate your own intuition. I believe that we all have a knowing that when we say something and it doesn't align, something within your energy field or your physical body will let you know. It'll be a tightening of the stomach, be that you haven't taken a deep breath, you'll look away 
when you're talking to the person. If you've said something that is no longer in alignment with you, I find that people often look away because they're in the process of shifting and haven't quite arrived or acknowledged that this is their thought process, that this is what they believe. If you start to become conscious of your words, you will also become conscious of the ones that no longer fit, that no longer align. And this is a great way to create those boundaries that we're always talking about. Because if you, again, align with your vocabulary, you align with the words that mean the most to you and the way that you are expressing yourself and communicating, you will recognize when boundaries are being built. And these are wonderful boundaries. Like boundaries are not meant to keep someone out, I don't think. I think it's meant to encourage us, but also reinforce who we are. So once you're aware of what matters to you, boundaries are really easy. And, and well, speaking of the boundaries might be challenging, but knowing your boundaries are really easy. So rather than wander off into that category, that topic, let's stick with the words. Um, it's, it's imperative that we become aware of what we're saying because that's also a practice of being present. One of the things I've practiced lately as an example you know how we always say, or if you see somebody in the store, oh, hey, hi, how are you? And the other person says, fine, how are you? And then you just walk away. Um, this wasn't working for me anymore. I'm like, oh, that feels like we just threw away an opportunity. And no, I don't want to stop and have a deep conversation with everybody, but I do want to acknowledge someone's presence. I don't know if I'm the only person they've seen that day. As someone who works from home, sometimes that eye contact with somebody in the vegetable aisle, <laughs> well, it really does make my day. So I started when they say, hi, how are you? I have started to respond. I'm great. How about yourself? And just by shifting the words a smidgen, I've noticed people pause and there's more of a conscious response. Right? And in that moment, they may not be aware of it, and maybe they are, but I feel a more connectiveness happening. And those little bits of connectivity are what help remind us that we are all you know, participating in this great universal process. So how about yourself is enough of a shift in words and not a great effort on my part for them to feel acknowledged, for it to be less of a passing thing and a nicety, for instance, and more of, no, I'm actually really interested. How about yourself? What about yourself? And it's been, you know, it's been giving me a jolt of energy to do that. And truthfully, it was not something that I thought about ahead of time. It flew out of my mouth one day and a couple times because I was out running errands. And then I realized, oh, there's connectivity happening here. And I love this. And it doesn't require the other person to hang out, have a conversation, even invest. But what it did was shift both of our frequencies enough that it put a pause on what was I don't know, expected of us to say what might be considered manners, but was pretty lacking. 
So the action of response that happened let me know I was really aligned with what I was offering because previously, I'm fine, how are you? And then I go on my way, I'm doing the same thing as you know millions of other people, right? There's no investment there. So by saying, how about yourself? My energy paused and became present for that other person. And it's just been a fun, I will say, experiment. Because once I became aware of it, I wanted to know more about it. You know, created my own theories and had a hypothesis and all this stuff that makes it more fun to engage. And then the action of pause also contributed to my intention of this year to be much more present in my life. Because if you're not watching your words, being aware of your language, you will often, and we all do it, offer up stuff that is not really authentic. It doesn't line up with where we want to be or who we want to be. And it can become clear that it's easier to talk about something than actually do it. One of the statements that I use in my coaching, and because I saw this in my journaling years ago, that I would write, I want, I want, I want. And to want is wonderful. It is absolutely wonderful. It's the request of the soul because the soul always wants to learn more, always wants to grow. Yes, it can become materialistic, but let's not worry about that right now. But I would write, I want, I want, I want. And it was all about stuff that I wanted to experience in my life or I wanted to see in my business or the relationship I wanted to be in. And at one point, my pen paused and I said, you know what? This is just putting it in the future and not really a, requiring a commitment of myself. So I started writing, I will. I will be present in a relationship. Not I want to be present. I will be present. I will create the daily practice. Does not have to be in the morning. You can do it anytime of pausing and reflecting and having gratitude. Those must be part of my life. I will do that. I want, I want, I want starts to sound like Charlie Brown's teacher. And therefore, it doesn't require an action be there. And while I know that the soul is offering up, I want, we need the humans, human part of us to do the I will. Like we have the arms and legs and the brain and everything to move it forward. So that's where the integration gets to happen. And there can be a um, collaboration that is brilliant. That's where your words also have frequency. When I changed it from I want to I will, I felt a shift within me. And then what will I do with that? Well, I'll create a plan. And what will happen as of that plan? Well, there will be action steps. And once I take those action steps, what will we do? What do we do when we accomplish something? Come on. What is it? Happy dance. Yes, we do the happy dance. <laughs> so feel the connectivity of all of this. And also pay attention to where in your own life you are offering up, I want, I want, I want. And then start, can you hear, can you feel how we can become tone deaf to it? Like we can become creatures of asking and not really doing. 
So if we don't acknowledge ourselves and pay attention to where we are, how the heck are we going to get to that next step or arrive in that joy of being human? And again, this is not to become, you know, the word police or to edit every possible statement that you're doing, you're saying, but just to pay attention to the words that are coming out. Oh, I said just. Just is a limiting word. So just pay attention to those. Okay, fine. But pay attention would have worked just. Oh, my goodness. See how challenging it can be. And to acknowledge the patterns and the words that we're using (laughs) and to have hopefully the humor with it that uh, wanting to shift it is not going to be overnight. I will shift it. I promise you I will. And it's going to take time. So much like anything, it's worth the effort of connecting with your desires, your dreams, your intentions, and then putting the effort into it. We can be all talk and no action. And part of being a, a, a good coach is reminding people, well, you said a couple of sessions ago that this is what you would do by the time we met again, and not in a punitive way, but in a reminder of your brilliance, because we can all be blind to our brilliance. And if you've given me words that said, Vicki, I want to do this, I will do this, and you're paying me, uh, I'm there to remind you that you're letting your brilliance dim. Because if there's a desire to do something, I truly believe that we're capable of it. And sometimes we just need that. Oh, I said just. Sometimes that person is necessary to encourage us, to remind us of our brilliance. If you are offering up words of frustration around a situation, you also have insight to the solution. So I was talking with someone the other day and they were going on and on about their frustration about global warming and about people who litter and about how we're killing our planet and all of that. And I said, well, I hear you. And what are you doing about it beyond recycling and, you know, using your mason jars and things like that? What are you doing beyond it? And he just looked at me. I know I said just, I'm not going to stop every time I say it. It's a work in process. And they looked at me and I said, your frustration is coming from your offering words and there's no action behind it. What is one action that you could take that is going to help move the message forward that we do have to be stewards of the earth and our environment, but you're also you know, putting your action where your words are and stepping up. It's going to turn down the frustration and the judgment that you've had on yourself for not accomplishing those things you said you would do. So this is why being aware of your words is important, not only for what you're offering out in frequency, but also because you are making requests of yourself that you may not even be aware of until someone pauses you and that someone can be yourself. 
but someone pauses you and says, okay, I hear you saying that. Where is the action? As human beings, we like action. You know, body in motion, all of that. We like to be moving and grooving. And when that moving and grooving stops, your energy becomes stagnant. And that's where frustration can come from. So recognizing the frequency of words, you can also become aware of what's not lining up inside of yourself. So what did we do? We came up with a plan for her to volunteer with a group that was cleaning up the side of the road in the next couple of weekends before we meet again. It's not just to get the pat on the back about, oh, I did that. Aren't I great? It's about aligning. There was a request within her that wanted to do more and she wasn't listening to it because she was using her energy and her words to complain. Whenever I'm complaining, I stop and say, wait a minute. <laughs> what am I complaining about? Can I do something about it? If I can't do something about it and I can't shift something to create a new outcome, then I really have no business complaining because I'm only contributing to whatever the decline is, whatever the frustration is. So if you're expressing a concern about something, turn that concern into action. Show up. If your own soul and self is emitting a request, well, you owe it to your soul and yourself to listen to that request. Be a witness to what you're talking about. And this will also point you to if you're complaining about someone, if you're gossiping, if you are spreading rumors, those are very low frequency energy vibes. That is just a waste of time. It is absolutely a waste of your brilliance to be gossiping or doing anything like that. If you're doing it, I promise if you tap in enough, you will feel the discord within you. Anyone listening to this podcast understands about energy or maybe you're learning about energy, welcome. Thank you for, for listening. You already know that you're doing things that you don't want to do. So be a witness to your words. Observe what you're talking about. Really pay attention to what and who you say you are. So any of the I am words, I am lazy, I am, I am a disappointment, any of those phrases, pay attention to those. That is a request, I believe, from your heart and from your essence for you to say, you're not. I hear you have some frustration. Let's see what we can do about that. But if you don't pause to observe the words, when the words come out of your mouth or off your thumbs, let them become part of your awareness. Let them go into your ears and into your brain and ask yourself, do I really believe that about myself? Do I really believe it? Or is this something I've gotten into the habit of speaking about and the way I've gotten into the habit of speaking about myself? Because it's only in observing and recognizing that you would like something different that you begin to put action to it and then the manifestation happens. I'm gesturing so widely, you can't see. I just whacked the lights <laughs> that are next to my window. 
it's a topic I get very excited about. I am going to challenge you to become more aware of the words that you are using and how you're sharing. Everyone needs to vent. I'm not saying that there's no time for venting or that you shouldn't do that. Absolutely let it out. One of the awarenesses when I was thinking about doing this podcast and I shared with Mike, my partner, that I wasn't going to speak of the things I was frustrated with around my around my business. If I needed a sounding board, I would speak of it, but I wasn't going to complain anymore because that's not the vibration I want to be in and it doesn't get me anywhere. It's perfectly fine to say today was frustrating and there were technological issues or I felt like I couldn't find my focus, although that doesn't happen now that I'm taking and enjoying the magic mind. The focus that's there, you've heard me talk about it before, it really has been a gift and it makes this process of paying attention to myself and being present easier because my adrenals are calmer, my brain cells seem to all be happy to get along, and it's helping with the inflammation that was making me feel just dragged down on a daily basis. So as I clean up my own eating, the magic mind helps to support that. And then the focus is there so that I can do some of these practices a bit more coherently and consistently. So when I was speaking of how to, I wanted to be more in alignment, I shared with him, it's like the reason I'm taking the magic mind because I wanted to be in alignment with my mind. I wanted my mind, my body, and my spirit all to work together. And through the combination of mushrooms and the ashwagandha and the B vitamins, oh, I just had my blood test done because I'm a vegetarian. I, we test it every six months or so just to make sure the levels. And the doctor asked me, she's like, what are you you doing? Your B12 is phenomenal. And I said, well, as a matter of fact, I'm taking this supplement called Magic Mine and I got rid of all the other supplements. So <laughs> shout out to my doctor for asking that and for being aware that we need to test that. If you happen to be a vegetarian, this would be a great product for you. And let me throw in the link right now while I'm talking about it. So you can go to magicmind.co slash intuition, and then you're going to put in the code intuition, and it's going to give you a percentage off the subscription, which I recommend because we have so much that we have to pay attention to. The fact that it just shows up is brilliant. So maybe that's something that you would like to look into because you want to be in alignment, not only with your words, but with your mind, your body, your spirit. And why not use the things that uh, can help us? Because I don't know about you, but I'm not going foraging for the mushrooms. I would probably pick a poison one. Intuition doesn't always line up in that area for me. So words. Well, that's a good connection too, right? Magic mind. It's not just marketing. Right? I wanted a magic mind. I wanted focus. And then this, this product shows up. And I don't think Google was listening to me. I think it actually was sent divinely. 
But that's an example of words, right? In marketing, the words are there. They're powerful. You can pay attention to those too. There have been times where I've been pulled in to words in marketing and then felt like, no, you can't back up your claim. So I'm not going to join you in this and I won't be giving you my precious dollars, which is a great way to be in when you're present and you're paying attention to words. You'll also pay attention to be your behaviors and when you're about to do something for the dopamine hit rather than for the feeling of pride in yourself and alignment. It's a way to pause that spending process too. So when you're paying attention and you witness your words, you will become more aware of the words of the people around you. It's like when you buy a blue car, you suddenly start seeing all the blue cars out there. Or you buy a certain model, you start seeing all the models, the same models out there. It's brilliant. It's the law of attraction and action. And once you start paying attention to the words of other people, you may find that you're not aligning with some of the messages of the people around you. And that's fine. That's fine. You can assess whether you say something or whether you fade out the relationship. I remember decades ago, I was getting together with this group of ladies. And I, when, we show, when I showed up, it was a great time. I really enjoyed them. But their conversation was always about the movies and this hunky dude and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I just can't be here for this. And I was honest with them. I said, is this what you want for your evening? Is this what you need in your life right now? And they all said yes. And I said, well, carry on then. Because for me, it's not in alignment and I won't be getting together. And I love that you know yourself so well that this is what you need in your life right now. And that's an example of tapping in and knowing ourselves. And it can be a kind way to communicate to someone else when you are respecting your words and you're aware of the power of your words you use them more kindly. So if you recognize that you're not aligning with the language of the people around you, you can be bringer of information. Don't be a know-it-all, but you can be a bringer of information and say, I've decided not to talk about myself that way. I really hope that you are kinder to yourself. You know, something along those lines, because we learn from each other. I am challenging you, like I said about 10 minutes ago before I wandered off onto another tangent, I am challenging you to become aware of your words and to align your words possibly with action. And the action would be choosing other words, choosing to not say those words or those phrases, having humor around the shift in the process and learning to express your truth in the world by knowing what your truth is, knowing who you are, and knowing that you will continue to grow and learn new words, you logophile, you lover of words. And that will allow the reality that you're living in to be much more joyful and powerful. So become your own witness, shift the words, follow up with action. Sound good? Good job. I knew you could do it. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Intuition, Your Success Compass. I appreciate you being here. If you would like 
more information about developing your intuitive skills, removing those blocks, and creating the life that feels the most successful to you, then head on over to VickiBaird.com. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D.com. And check out the courses, the groups, and the Spaces app that will allow you to be part of our community and know about upcoming events and specials. Thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode.